What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. I hope everybody's having an absolutely beautimous day. I've got a great episode planned for you this afternoon, uh, entitled Truth is Hidden in Plain Sight. For those who see, this is episode 228. No conspiracy here today. I really am going to get you to open up your mind and your heart and begin to think about this as more of a holistic understanding. So this is going to really, really help everybody, I think, um, at once try to come into a bit of a better understanding of how all of these mythologies fit together. So it's not always... um, cut and dry easy mode to just kind of go oh yeah this all fits together Um, especially since we've all kind of come from different cultural points of view different religious traditions different upbringings and uh, there we go i've got my tiktok background on for you guys Um, and what does sasquatch have to do with all of this actually has a lot to do with it Um, especially if you study sasquatch what it is what it isn't why it's here and kind of the weird nature of how it appears and disappears within our reality. So very, very weird how a lot of this stuff fits together. And again, we're going to get into that today. We're going to get in deep. So uh, first off, I believe there is a universal law that truth must be shown at all costs. Now, let me say that truth must be shown at all costs. OK, um, I absolutely believe that because otherwise it's not a fair playing field. And I believe that we do actually have a fair playing field even though it may not look like it even though it may feel like the cards are stacked against you sometimes um i do believe that truth is all around in plain sight so it's it's both hidden from you and hidden within everything if that makes sense so that is kind of the biggest paradigm um it's very paradoxical um to try to understand how do you like How is it, A, that truth is hidden from you, like, because they don't want you to know, but also it's literally put in your face in everything that you see, touch, feel, hear, uh, listen to on podcasts, watch on TV, movies, read in comic books even. It's literally right there on the surface for you, uh, yet they don't want you to know. Um, And so it's kind of this weird, again, it's a a paradox that... um, truth wants to be heard and wants to be seen so clearly uh, that it literally will make its way without people even knowing it into the very comic books the very television movies uh, music everything all around us so um, now it may not be something that you see on the evening news for sure but you can go and watch a comic book movie and get a whole lot more understanding of what these ancient mythologies are telling you about you than you do uh, from maybe, you know, other sources. So other reputable sources. So um, now I am not here to question the status quo. Okay, if you want to keep on keeping on with that, that's fine. I am alternative. I'm here to give you the alternate view of it. I'm not here to give you the religiosity or the churchianity view. I'm not here to give you the scientific view or anything like that. I'm here to give you the mythological Uh, the higher perspective. It doesn't mean that I'm better or worse than anyone. I'm just literally giving you a different side of the coin. Um, I love science. I respect science. I love that you have a church. I respect that you go to church. Uh, But again, I'm here for something alternative. So if you're trying to compare me to the church, 
bad idea. You're trying to compare me to popular and modern science, bad idea. I am here to entertain, I'm here to enlighten, and I'm here to get you to open up your mind, create your own story and narrative that serves you in this lifetime. So um, so anyway, we've got Sasquatch in the background here today. So uh, let's see. Uh, I will be praying thank you, uh, Janine Wallace, and I'll be reaching out to him. I appreciate that. I, I had no idea. Thank you for telling me. I really, really appreciate that. So. Um, I will reach out to him today for sure. So um, as we get into this, um, again, I said, how does this, uh, what does this really mean in the grand scheme of things, especially amongst evil and ty tyrannical figures, not only in modern times, but throughout history, throughout the mythologies. So the universal law of reciprocity, if you give good, you'll get good, right? It's karma, right? If you do good things, people do good things to you, right? Wrong. Uh, it doesn't always work that way. It doesn't always work that quickly. But there is a universal law of reciprocity on what you deeply want, you get. What you deeply want, you get. Now, I do believe this because I have practiced it and I have seen the weird thing where uh, even if I say, oh, I don't want that, somehow, some weird way within me, I created that the thing, whatever that is. Um, it can be the biggest 3D problem. It can be spiritual problems or attacks, whatever. Uh, we experienced a bunch this morning. I still can't figure out how I created it, but I do know there is a universal law of reciprocity. And that says that if your heart is open and you're like, I want absolute truth. I want to understand how all this fits together and you have like a really authentic vibe about that and you mean it and you're willing to just like deconstruct and like whatever you have to do to get to truth, to get to a higher understanding, you are going to get to truth. You're going to get to a higher understanding. You're going to see things that other people don't. Again, it doesn't make you better or worse than them. I'm not saying I'm better or worse than anybody here, but I have made the sacrifices necessary to find truth, okay? When you willingly give everything up, nobody can take anything from you, and therefore you are a self-initiate into the mysteries of how all things fit together. Megan says exactly. Uh, or mega, absolutely, exactly, exactly. Um, so, you guys know what I'm talking about today. I'm glad you're vibing with this. Um, user 69 said, what is your truth? Um, I've got a lot of truths, and if you watch the podcast, you'll understand what they are. Uh, but that's not for me to tell you today. You need to ask yourself what your truth is. So uh, if you're new here, welcome. Um, and again, I, I work really hard here to get people to go within. Um, you'll learn more about me as you go on. If you want to know a lot more about me, join our tribe. I'll tell you guys more about that in a little while. We actually get to meet on the weekends and get, uh, get to know about each other. What's up, Missy? How are you doing, my friend? Welcome to our Soul Tribe family here. We've got a bunch of Soul Tribers on here today. Uh, so thank you guys for being here. Uh, Marilyn says it's 6.55 a.m. Good morning from Australia. What is up from the U.S. to Australia? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Randy, how are you doing, brother? I hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, so big warning here. This is going to be highly offensive to a lot of people. Um, and by a lot of people, I mean if you are going to try to defend the Bible during this, then that's probably not going to be a great, I'm plugging in one of these iPhones. The new iPhones don't come with chargers at all. And it's ridiculous that I have to plug them in because 
I'm going to have to order some chargers and they're not cheap. So, uh, but now it's plugged in. So Instagram won't drop off for us now, but, um, okay. So the topic today is we're literally going to be talking about how truth is hidden in plain sight for those who see. I'm going to talk about evolution. I'm going to talk about uh, chimeric research happening tens of thousands of years ago. I'm going to talk about alien gods, Elohim, fallen angels, little G gods. And then ultimately, by the end of this, we're going to talk about who the energetic creator is, the source in all things, the father in spirit and in truth, the mother uh, and the divine reciprocation of that within the self. And then the child, which is the ancient Om, the word of God, the ancient vibration of creation. So uh, a lot of things that we miss out on with traditional religion. So, um, yeah, exactly. Mega, uh, mega ED frequency, um, highly sensitive subject today. So Molly says, oh, Molly, thank you for the stars. Molly sent 500 stars. Thank you, Molly. You guys drop stars if you're vibing with this on Facebook. Uh, gifts up here on TikTok, guys. You can uh, do super chats over on YouTube. Those help push the videos out. I get a little bit of that as well to help the channel, but it pushes the videos out more than anything. So more than likes or shares, those gifts really just push stuff out. So Angel Appleseed, what is up? Molly says, good afternoon all. So um, as we get into it today, within the Book of Enoch, there is a certain band of angels that descend upon Mount Hermon and decide to take wives for themselves from the daughters of men, creating their own heavenly and earthly hybrid families. Now, there's a clue to you right there. These angels, they fell to earth. You know, they might have looked in those times and seen something coming down on the mountain, something falling. Um, and, and so they would have been the fallen angels. By the way, these watchers uh, are also called the children of heaven uh, or the sons of heaven. Very, very similar to the Anunnaki, which means from heaven to earth they came. Yeah, absolutely, Molly. Very cool. Very cool episode today. So I'm really starting to alchemize all of this, guys. Like I'm really starting to understand how this fits together uh, slowly but surely. Lots of different literature I've been reading. Um, highly recommend, go read all the original mythologies. There's so many pieces missing, but just as you kind of think on it and pray on it and meditate on it, you put together pieces of the story that maybe aren't even on the page, but just make sense with what we know about science today, right? Uh, we begin to understand that Garden of Eden is in many, 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 many different cultures. And it's not always uh, just a lush garden where they walk with God, but rather a uh, genetic terraformed farm to breed humans with a certain genome where they will basically stay dumb, be strong, work the earth, help the Elohim accomplish their mining of gold, according to the Anunnaki literature their planet ran out of gold um, and they needed it to help repair their atmosphere, yada, yada, yada. You can read about that from Zachariah Sitchin. Um, this sounds crazy, guys, until you see it in all the different mythologies. You literally start to see it and you go like, huh, interesting. Then you wonder why they've always said, like, I grew up and like the the mainstream said we came from monkeys the church said we came from god and i think the truth about it is both 
um, and not from big G God, but from little g Elohim. We were literally hybrided with uh, what's considered chimeric research tied to the genetics of an ape uh, or a hominid type creature on this planet and, and basically bred to be worker bees. And then ultimately that genome got completely screwed up because you had some of these little G gods went, hey, I like those women, those earthly women. And probably, by the way, some of the heavenly uh, women liked the earthly men too. Um, we don't see a whole lot of that in mythology, but a lot of mythology is very patriarchal. So it, it's only going to tell from one side of the story. So that's just my guess. I would guess that it would probably go both ways. Uh, you kind of see in like Greek mythology that it does. Like Greek mythology gets a lot more open with like the, the hippie free love amongst the gods and men uh, or humanity. So yeah, absolutely, Annie, vampires. Yeah, and that's where we get all of that, by the way. Like the Shining Ones, vampires, Sasquatch, um, different hybrids. Um, you get the demigods out of this, the Nephilim in the Book of Enoch. By the way, Nephilim does not just mean giants. In some translations, it means very, very large men, actual giants, what might even be uh, considered to be the Sasquatch type. If you read Epic of Gilgamesh, he has a friend in there who's a giant who's hairy all over and very ape-like, pretty much like he has a Sasquatch buddy. Um, we don't know if that might be one of the Nephilim, uh, but all in all, you have some of these fallen angels, they come down they start intercommingling in natural means uh, the genetics and having babies like the normal way, right? Uh, well, there were some gods, some lords, the Lord of the command as in Enlil, or in the Old Testament, it would have been Yahweh, in the Gnostic, Yaldabaoth. Um, in the Sumerian, it would be Enlil. Uh, and Lil was the Lord of the command. And he literally was like, there's there's no one more powerful than me. Like, I'm, I'm the guy. Listen to me. I'm going to control all the tribes. All the gods should fall under me. Um, no, Anki, my half-brother, you don't need to be doing that. I'm going to send a deluge um, and wipe out humanity, wipe out all of this insanity. We're done. Like, we've done our job here. We're going to wipe it out and let the planet naturally evolve, right? It's basically what he decided. And then you have, um, sorry guys, I don't know why everybody wants to join me today. Um, I don't, I don't uh, normally collaborate unless we talk about it. So um, we had a bunch this morning. I had like person after person want to go live with me. I appreciate it, by the way. So I'm actually going to be going live on another Creators Patreon tomorrow night for two hours doing an Ascension session really really excited um once they announce that i will share it on my social media if anybody wants to join uh really really going to be a cool session uh where we're going to do some meditation and ascend into the father um, and really just try to receive information from the divine spirit so and that's what i'm talking about here to look at these old mythologies and somehow think that that's the energetic creator spirit is just honestly ignorant. And I don't mean that rudely. I mean that like I was ignorant when I was believing that because it's super clear that these Elohim are the little G gods. And so I actually want to read and kind of prove that too because it's, it's just really, really abundantly clear if we actually look at the text. So in Genesis 1.1, 1, 1, 
it literally says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and so a year ago I was teaching that Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 are separate stories they are they're actually separate mythologies they're not necessarily two different versions or of the same story one of them is Yahweh Elohim which is like your Enlil character he's walking with his created man that he made in a lab essentially um, and then in Genesis 1 1 it says in the beginning Elohim okay if you actually look at the Strong's Hebrew the original translation of this the word is Elohim little e Elohim okay some translations capitalize it and they try to say it's the supreme God okay supreme God supreme being is much different you can learn about that in Hinduism learn about that from uh, the message of Jesus himself learn about that even in Buddhism uh, the supreme being the energetic purveyor of all things in and through all things that's much much different than this Elohim concept so uh, awesome I want to join the ascension, ascension session I will let you know about it Molly I have no idea what it costs uh, or what they're charging for it I just agreed to to do it uh, because this particular creator is a little under the weather and not able to do as much as I normally do so but I'm really really excited so I'll message you Molly um, and I'll see if I can get some of my people in to uh, to join it as well. So since, uh, you know, because of the situation. So I don't know. I want to be respectful to them, but I will make sure and let you guys know for sure. So. All right. Drink my juice. Um, so in the beginning, Elohim. Now, this is from Strong's 430 here. Go look it up, guys. I, I can't make this up, okay? I'm not trying to push an agenda here. I'm just literally looking at what's there versus what your pastor will tell you or what you've learned in Sunday school or what you think you know because, oh, you just feel in your heart that it was God above God that created everything. That's not really the story we get from these mythologies. Um, and there's so many of them and they're so numerous that it becomes just abundantly clear that there was some some sort of potential scientific means to the manipulation and creation of man and so Elohim here literally in Strong's 430 the first meaning of it the most common meaning is God's little g-o-d-s okay like plural then in some ways it can be used as the supreme God magistrates um, but I honestly haven't really seen it used as the supreme god because if you understand the other mythologies around it um, and then the other stories that complement the biblical stories, there are oftentimes multiple deities involved. So uh, even the book of Job is a really good example. You have Yahweh, Elohim, you have Elohim, and you have uh, Hasatan or Satan. And so... There's three entities, possibly even more, just because it says Elohim. It might actually be Yahweh Elohim, like this Lord of the Command type God with a divine counsel and with uh, Hasatan, like this kind of accuser that is wandering the earth. We don't even really know what that character is, but most likely that character is actually more of like um, a spirit entity similar to the Christ consciousness. So. That, that's kind of how I interpret it. Again, you can interpret it differently. but So it says Elohim created the heavens and the earth. Now, I want to be really, really clear with this. 
this in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 is not saying that this was the universal creator. Okay, this literally says in the beginning God created the heavens. This is not talking about stars and galaxies. This literally is heaven and sky. Sky. Strong's 80, 64. Hasayamayin. Hasamayan. Hasamayamin. Um, okay, and here we go. So I clicked on it. The actual phonetic spelling is Shamayam. Shamayam. Heaven, sky. It is from an unused word, so really that's all we know about it. Um, but literally, think about a planet that doesn't have much of an atmosphere. It's got a bunch of basic creatures on it. The beginnings of evolutionary life, right? Kind of the primordial soup, maybe even you know some primates and types of animals on it. They come down and literally start terraforming. So... I want to look up the word terraforming. I keep using that word, T-E-R-R-A-F-O-R-M. So to terraform um, is going to be, oh, not software, of course. Oh yeah, interesting. Okay, so there's some some big old big old companies that have some softwares and some programs running on the terraform platform interesting um and i know i know what this means i just want to look it up exactly so terra t-e-r-r-a form this is an important word to me because my wife's name is terra so um i know what it means i know it means earth um and so because she's my rock she is earth for me she is stable and confident and loving and kind and supports the hell out of me with everything I do. So I'm very, very lucky and blessed to have her. So terraform means, especially in science fiction, to transform a planet so as to resemble the earth, especially so that it can support human life. Um, so you can look at that as um, scientific or, you know, sci-fi really here. Um, but terraforming or terraformation earth shaping is a hypothetical process of deliberately modifying the atmosphere temperature and surface topography or ecology of the planet or a moon or other body to be an environment of earth to make it habitable for humans to live on think about that guys think about what it means i mean i really think i'm revealing some stuff today and i'm not saying it's me this is just I do these and when I'm in a good vibe and we don't have a bunch of idiots in the comments like we did this morning, um, you know, it's it's a lot easier to really get into these flow sessions. And by the way, I burned some sage before this suggestion from some of our members here in our tribe. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. So the sage has helped. It's helped the mood. It's helped the room. It's helped my energy. It's beautiful. I love it. Burn, I love burning some sage, guys. It's an ancient tradition. It's very cleansing. I meditated on it with some Native American flute and drums earlier. Thank you, Molly, for the suggestion. Oh my gosh. Um, feel a lot better. And I'm going to have to do that every day, guys. Like I'm in the middle. Right now, there's some heavy energy. Talk to one of our sisters in our tribe today. That energy should be lifted around the 9th of June, um, astrologically. So um, I'm, I'm learning about all of this, guys. I mean, it's all it's all real, right? 
anybody can tell you, oh, that's not real, that's not evil, until you realize that the collective is going through the same crap at the same time. Some people more than others, then you look at their star charts, you understand why. Uh, tarot works because it taps into universal vibrations that are happening. It can also find you through serendipity, especially like on TikTok. I have some of my tarot girls that uh, I'll watch a video that very few people have watched and it's literally like they wrote the message for me. And so um, I know it all works because I experience it. Like it's all serendipitous. It's all part of it. By the way, that's one of the things these watchers were accused of. It's one of the things that Anki was accused of in the Anunnaki literature and Lil didn't like that he had other children and wives and he was teaching them things like magic. Enki is the god of magic. Think about this guys. Magic is a vibratory um, control system where you're actually able to manipulate frequencies. It's esoteric magic, the magos, the order of Melchizedek in the Bible. Jesus is a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. These are not creepy things with a bunch of people meeting in the woods with darks uh, you know, cloaks on and stuff around a fire and a sacrifice. That's what everything else was doing, by the way. That's what the gods wanted. That's what secret societies want. Uh, they were only secret societies when they were getting exterminated during religious rites and traditions uh, perpetuating over thousands of years. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, again, not, not conspiratorial here. This is uh, like, I probably understand mythology more than I think I do, because I can see how all of this fits together. Um, and I've always been a big story guy. Like, I love the story of Peter the Pan. Like, did you know it's Peter the Pan, not Peter Pan? Just like Jesus is the Christ, not Jesus Christ. Uh, it's not Jesus H. Christ, like his name. It's Jesus the Christ. It's uh, Thank you, Martin, for the gifts. I appreciate you, brother. Um... You got the number one gift giver badge on TikTok. Thank you, Martin. God bless you, brother. And Molly has the number one gift giver badge over here on Facebook. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you so much. Um, so, you know, Jamie says Jesus never existed. Again, as I said earlier, if he didn't ever exist, the stories are still true, right? Like, uh, just like if Anki never existed, the stories are still true. These are energies literally by writing a story down speaking it and getting other people to agree to it i'm telling you a secret right now so listen by getting other people to agree to your story it becomes literally energetically real we did this exercise this weekend within our community where we created our tulpas we created our totems our spirit animals we're giving them uh, the challenge starts tomorrow if you want to join our tribe, it's over at cubkuker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. It's only nine bucks a month. It supports what we're doing here. You get a live Zoom style call every Saturday with me and the community. We spend about an hour on there going back and forth, talking about what we're talking about during the week. We help each other out. We encourage each other. I give a lesson on there and an actual activity that we do. Everything's designed to do the inner work of yourself. It's really, really cool. And yes, I already watched Ancient Apocalypse. I finished it yesterday. Oh my gosh. I'm going to do a series on that too. Um, but please, please, please consider joining the tribe because that's where the real work happens. If you guys like the podcast and you like the live stream that I'm doing, you will love the community. We have a great, great, great community of people um yes tulpa is what i'm talking about so we created our tulpas uh we created our totems our spirit animals whatever you want to call it 
I even made the artwork for people. Um, and we're able to, uh, so starting tomorrow on Tuesday, the new challenge goes live. Everyone is going to create their stories behind their tulpas or their spirit animals, give them their powers. These are manifestations of the Holy Spirit, by the way. Uh, manifestations of the divine word of God, the vibratory energy of God. We're going to think it, we're going to feel it, we're going to speak it, we're going to literally give life to these energetic psychic beings that are literally going to be attached to us. Um, and that's not a weird thing to do, by the way. You think it's weird, but everyone else is doing it against you. Let me say that again. If you think that's weird, everyone else is doing it against you. Movies, television, radio, um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Everywhere you look, someone is casting a spell on you. Uh, you don't know it until you start looking. So you better start casting spells, agreements, affirmations for yourself, prayers, whatever you want to call them. You better start getting active in your own spiritual ascension because you've been letting everyone else have the driver's seat and it's time for you to start driving. Um, and that's what we're doing in our tribe. So please consider joining it. Cub Cooker Supernatural Tribe. It's over there, cubcooker.com, nine bucks a month. Can't go wrong. We got a ton of people in here today. Ask any one of them. It is really, really rad. So thank you guys for your support uh, and helping me continue to do what I love doing here and serve the greater good of humanity the way that I do. So uh, I don't receive that is my go-to spell. Yes, Martin. Yes. Very good, man. Very good. Little things like that, the Psalms, um, literally the gospel, the God spell. It's like a spell against another God. Like, think about that. It really is. Why is it? Because if you understand Gnosticism, you understand Jesus was talking against another God. He was talking against the ancient archons, the ancient gods that had been served for generation and generation and generation, reminding them, hey, you're serving what you call Satan, not the most high you're not serving my father in spirit and in truth gospel of thomas is yeah absolutely gospel of thomas changed my life if you want to really really understand the power of spells the gospel of thomas is literally the words of jesus um and it's not in your bible and it will change your life and you will begin to understand mysteries you've never seen before and it's right there available for anyone you can get it for free online you can get a copy of it on my Amazon account, wherever you want to go. If you're interested in it, hit me up. I'll send you a link to purchase it. Uh, by the way, if you're interested in joining the tribe and you forget the link, message me, leave a comment, and I will drop a link for you. Make it as easy as possible for you to join today. Don't waste another day without community, guys. So that's so important. I didn't build that community just to monetize. I built it so we had our hands together energetically as a tribe as a group off of social not a popular thing to do for these social media platforms by the way but i moved it off of social so we can be real with each other over there so it's really really important and it's a great social style platform we have with some other cool features that you don't see on social media so you're gonna love it it's fantastic uh yeah list is getting longer mate uh uh martin hayden says uh so yeah, absolutely. And Gospel of Thomas is a pretty quick read, but um, it's one of those that I've actually read probably like 50 times now because it's short enough. I think it's like 120 logions, which is like verses. 
and it's it's just mind-bending metaphysical creative speak from jesus it's amazing i did not understand it the first time i read it but it unlocked something in me and i went wait a minute Something's, something's different. I have more in me than I thought. So there's more to the Bible. There's more to the gospel than I thought. There's more to creation than I thought. And I started, and by like the 50th time reading it, I'm like starting to get it. Like a little bit. It's how powerful it is. If you can read it 50 times and you still don't get it, it doesn't mean you're stupid. It means you've been so programmed that you have to continue going over and over and over and over and over to deprogram. Uh, the Kabbalion, yeah, that one's good, man. That one's good, Martin. Uh, the Kabbalion is um, very, very deep, deep like hermetic philosophy, very similar to Gnosticism. I love that stuff too. Um, I'm for me, I, I really vibe with Gnosticism just because it's so Jesus centric, which is is really important to me. It's so light bearer centric um, with Jesus as the illuminator, so. That's just kind of why I vibe with it, but um, and I, I bought the Gnostic Bible that has hundreds and hundreds of different scriptures in it um, on my vacation, and started reading it the other night. Um, we need these spells in our life, guys. We need them. No longer can I sit by and just hope for dot dot dot. I need to be an active participant in speaking and spelling and creating my reality, my thoughts, my emotions my spiritual energies and the, the actions I take every day, little things from the rituals I do, whether it's burning sage, prayer, meditation, reading, exercise, positive, positive movements towards our goals. Those are very, very important. That's the only way we battle all the energies that we have going on. So right now the stars are literally aligned against all of us. Uh, I was talking to one of our sisters this morning. There's a bunch of things called demon stars right now. Uh, which are like asteroids, different parts of this asteroid belt or whatever. So I don't understand all that, but it's really, really interesting. So uh, let's see. Uh, Randy. Yeah, Randy. Welcome, brother. I hope you are doing well, my friend. So Yolanda, welcome. Uh, Allison, welcome. We got a bunch of people jumping on. So there's comments everywhere, guys. Sorry if I miss your comments. So uh, Amanda says, hi, Cub and all. I've missed you guys. What is up, Amanda? Welcome back, my friend. John says, Saturn is next to the moon at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So that Saturn vibes is just like plowing and pounding, just pounding us all into the ground right now. And um, I just encourage you to stay strong, stay well energetically. Like do the rituals that keep you cleansed and aligned. Meditate, meditate, meditate um burning some sage in a safe controlled manner you know don't light it um you know on your carpet or anything like that but you know in a, in a controlled manner i have to say that right i have to say that because somebody will be like oh it caught the carpet on fire what a weird what a weird thing uh let's see deanna says i've been uh nauseous yeah absolutely absolutely so uh, and then today i've got overcast like crazy i literally haven't seen the sun all day and now they're predicting two weeks of no sun here in Texas, guys. Like, two weeks. Okay, you think that's like a, an accident? Think about that. You think that's an accident. We've got Saturn in the moon, or the moon and Saturn now, whatever they call it. And then you've got 
like heavy cloud cover across a big portion of the country, chances are where you're at right now is probably cloudy, not just like thunderstorms passing through, but like like heavy clouds just hanging out, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where you live, but uh, we just went through that here in Arkansas, Deanna says, yeah, absolutely. So, and then now they're predicted two weeks here in West Texas where we're just gonna be under like literally no sun for two weeks, like maybe it peeking in and out, but very, it's like 50 to 80% chance of rain every day. And again, it's not thunderstorms. It's like this massive like haze front just sitting on us. So I'm praying, I'm opening the clouds with my consciousness and I pray that you do too. So um, anyway, so let's see. Da, 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 da. Annie said, why uh, would I waste my time? Um, oh, Annie, you're talking to someone else. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, what? What's Annie saying? Um, so let's see. Cloudy in North Carolina. Yeah, huge wildfires. Very hazy. Freddie says, so like, think about it, guys. Think about it. We're at a weird time right now. We've got some things clearing up on June 9th, apparently. Uh, and I'll try to do like a whole astrology episode coming up and try to de decode some of this. But you guys have to know this. Like you have to have to know this or you don't stand a chance. You're just gonna be depressed right now. You're gonna be up and down and all around and everything's gonna push you which way and that way. You have to root down into truth, into love, raise your vibration through your chakras, stay cleansed, go do your yoga today, go meditate, burn some sage, whatever you gotta do. Um, keep in a, in a balanced, well, place okay right now don't expect huge anything right now don't expect huge anything right now other than more like just shaking and pushing energy okay now i'm expecting good i'm expecting really really good things in june uh, i've been here in june for a long time i don't know why but i do believe june is going to bring a lot of breakthroughs for a lot of people and you're going to just feel like <sighs> Oh my gosh, got my head above water. Thank God we got through that. Like right now is the time to just keep pushing through it. Love each other. Keep yourself in a state of wellness. Uh, go watch that movie that you've been wanting to see. Go on the hike, go on the walk, whatever it is. Um, don't be too shook by your results or lack of results right now. That's something I'm having to remember is yeah come on june molly says amen sister amen um so let's see the clouds may be hiding ufos you know i mean uh we know that yahweh in the bible dwells in thick clouds and darkness so hmm what other gods might be hiding in the clouds yeah so just saying, again, no conspiracy here. I, and, and I really don't want to spread conspiracy, but I just want you guys to think, okay? Um, there's so many channels out there that are blatantly conspiratorial, and I'm just giving you guys the breadcrumbs you need to kind of understand your own existence. That's all I'm doing here. Um, and I think that that is a great public service, by the way. So um, let's see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, rainwater. Um, Right now, make sure it's filtered and you're watering your plants and stuff through other filtration plants. Um, if you study um, 
you know, how to build natural homes like earth ships and stuff, how they funnel the gray water. Even rainwater, I would be doing that with right now, somebody said, and I, and I would agree with that just because, right? Again, no conspiracy. I'm just saying it's kind of weird. Like, I've lived in Texas my whole life, and I've never seen this, like, rainy season. We see thunderstorm season, but guys, I haven't even seen thunderstorm season in the last few years here, and it's really obvious when you look up what's going on, so... Um, Molly says Cub had a great podcast about Revelation 7 Seals and Chakras yeah if you did not watch that one guys it's the 7 Secrets to Revelation um, in fact I'm going to look up what uh, podcast that is for you because it was probably one of my more important ones I need to pin it to my YouTube channel um, but it was absolutely fantastic and absolutely legit and absolutely something you need to watch. Um, it is called Hidden Meaning of the Seven Seals of Revelation until now. So uh, episode 220, probably one of my best ones, followed up by episode 221, Christ as a Consciousness and the Church Hit It. Again, so, so, so important. So important. So, um let's see da, 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 da. any other good comments yeah chakras uh martin hayden asks okay so yeah martin if you didn't watch my hidden meaning of the seven seals of revelation um until now which is episode 220 i highly recommend it it's about an hour and 20 minutes and i go through the weird and this was just like a channeled episode so I didn't like have it laid out for me by someone else. It was really weird. I just had this idea to tie the seven seals in Revelation to the seven chakras, like opening each chakra and what that does. And if you read it that way, go go watch the episode. You start to understand the seven churches or houses, the seven angels or messengers, the seven seals and chakras, like the whole esoteric representation of Revelation. And it's beautiful. And I don't care if it's if it's like literal too, that's fine. But for me, it's definitely esoteric as well. So um, again, I'm not trying to take away from anybody's representation of what they believe the text means. But for me, Revelation now is about awakening my kundalini, awakening my self through meditation, through going direct to source, opening my chakras, aligning myself in the Christ consciousness and boom, unlocking my consciousness. So, uh, Martin Hayden says, I've heard Bill Donahue speak on the seals and chakras. Oh, awesome. Somebody keeps mentioning Bill Donahue to me. I've seen like a couple of clips of him, but I don't think he's around anymore. And so his channel is not like cold through all the time. There's, they're just kind of scattered everywhere. Um, so I, I'm not sure if he's alive or, or practicing still or what, but um, but I've heard of him and I know he ties like Hinduism, Christianity and everything together, which I love. So, um, I love, love, love that vibe. So anyway, um, let's see. Also, can, you can learn to harvest your own water. This is vital to know how to do. Awesome. Thank you very much. Shelly, what's up? Hey, 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 how are you, my friend? Welcome to the stream. Um, yeah, we got a lot of our tribe members on today. So thank you guys cubcooker.com to join the patron tribe nine bucks a month you won't regret it you get so much more than just the podcast guys if you're looking to go deeper with this community here uh you cannot go wrong nobody's offering their patron 
uh, membership at the level I am for nine bucks a month with everything you get. So please go check that out. Uh, I try to limit the amount of ads I have on here. So as we finish up in chapter, let's see, we're in five, six, seven, eight, chapter eight of the book of Enoch. Um, this is talking about, uh, actually we're going to, I'm going to back up just a skosh, just a little bit here. So we heard about the chiefs of 10 in chapter six, chapter seven, it says, and all the others together with them took themselves wives and chose, uh, one for himself. And they began, uh, to beget themselves children and they taught them charms and enchantments and the cutting of roots and made them acquainted with plants and they became pregnant and bore great giants whose height was 3,000 L's, who consumed all the acquisitions of men, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I read that earlier, but remember that giants here, yes, it's talking about men of large stature, but it also is translated as men of renown or the demigods, okay? So, you know, it can also be um, like the, you know, kind of the Greek gods like Hercules, right? Um, again, it's all tied together. It's all tied together. So. And then we get into uh, chapter five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I have to count the Roman numerals to remember them. Uh, and Azazel taught men to make swords and knives and shields and breastplates and made known to them the metals of the earth and the art of working them and bracelets and ornaments and the use of uh, antimony and the beautifying of eyelids and all kinds of costly stones and coloring tinctures. And there arose much godlessness and they committed fornication and they were led astray and became corrupt in all their ways. Samjaza taught enchantments, root cuttings, Armaros, the resolving of enchantments, Barakael taught astrology, Kokabel taught constellations, uh, Ezekiel, the knowledge of the clouds, Araquel, the signs of the earth, Shemesel, the signs of the sun, Sariel, the course of the moon and as men perished, they cried and their cry went up to heaven. So the accusation here by uh, one of the main gods here is that, you know, it, it caused problems. It rose godlessness. They're destroying each other. Um, but and again, in some other mythologies, the kind of the opposite is true. This was actually giving them defenses against the gods because the gods were just controlling and slaughtering them. Um, we don't know which one, guys. There's no way to know, but the only way to know is to open your heart and open your mind um, and try to understand that these are all an inherently mythologies. So to argue about them, Samuel, um, is, to, is to really live in vain. Like, if you're just going to sit here and argue about it, you're going to say that I'm lying or anyone else is lying. It's just a waste your time. Um, open up your consciousness, read into the mythologies, understand how they pertain to you. Understand that there's nothing inherently wrong with these enchantments or the plant medicines or understanding the signs of the sun or the courses of the stars. We literally have to understand that we're supposed to just be stupid and live in the dark and just, uh, be at the whim of whatever deity comes along and tells us what to do. I mean, that's literally what they wanted. That's what these gods or these angels or Elohim wanted. Um, and so then you have humanity that's starting to evolve quickly, 
They're starting to become hybrided with the gods. Um, probably genetically that didn't work too well and maybe created some kind of unholy things um, until it, you know, they got it right or whatever. Um, but, you know, again, we don't know. We have like these fragments of things. So uh, Samuel says, I'm a young soul and I know nothing. Um, it's funny, Samuel, because I've literally had hundreds of people tell me opposite of that. I would say that you are an ego and you will know nothing until you let that ego go. So nothing wrong, uh, but it is an objective reality. I did a few of your vids and decided not to waste my time. So, well, your name is the apostate, so that's probably why. Um, I'm pretty heretical here and I'm pretty blasphemous when it comes to like uh, proper religious understanding of all of this. So, you know, I'm very, uh, I'm very out there, which is cool. Uh, a lot of people dig it, by the way. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Resurrection of the ancient beings, humans and goddesses is happening now. Yeah. And if you read things like the paradigm and stuff, like you start to understand that consciousness is not local and they're, you know, extraterrestrial alien or whatever you want to call them, consciousnesses uh, that are literally helping move humanity along because we're all archetypes and we adopt an energy. We have free will to adopt certain energies and that yokes us with different deities. Uh, we just don't understand that in our modern times because you've been told that um, if you don't eat this breakfast cereal, you won't have a good day. And that's all you're focused on. What car do I drive? Where do I live? Blah, blah, blah. But if you were to actually see into the reality of uh, metaphysics beyond the physical data that we have in front of us, then we would understand like, wait a minute. Like I'm literally choosing every day what energy to yoke myself with, what intelligence or consciousness to yoke myself with. For me, I do my best every day to try to yoke myself with Christ consciousness which is not always easy but um the more i practice it and the more i try to stay in that vibration the better it is and the more more it serves me and this community ultimately so um and you guys are heated today i'm just not even going to play into it right now i don't know what the deal is uh, you know call it the stars call it my channel call it uh just humanity right now or the economy uh y'all are angry i don't know why i don't know why everybody's so pissed off right now um our community isn't, by the way. Um, so if you're here and you're like, oh man, the, these comments, um, our community's not like that, guys. We got like, we're like super open-minded. We got people from all walks of life, religions, faiths, orientations. Um, I don't care who you are, where you do or don't go to church, uh, what your sexual orientation is, what you identify as. You're literally welcome in our community if you are positive and you have love positive vibes only absolutely quantum weirdo uh great name by the way um so yeah yeah we are we are very um yeah in the live chats angel, angel appleseed um whether they're bots or just, just people or whatever uh to me it's a collective temperature i get to like sit here like uh you know uh like i do and see the collective temperature of what's going on out in the world um, and I can tell that based on how these algorithms push my videos to where. So um, I literally get more data than most people know uh, by sitting here and watching what's going on. So Shelly says, love them through it. Uh, we will let our light shine on them. Amen, Shelly. Love you, my friend. Yeah, I got, I got hit this morning with the energy and I was like, 
I wasn't ready for it and I hadn't taken the time to put myself in spiritually a neutral zone and I just played into it and I got a little heated this morning as well. But you guys know I'm human, so uh, we, you know we do what we can. So uh, Kathy says, I love your videos. Thank you, Kathy. Guys, I've got like a good 15 minutes or so of short videos I'm putting out today. So you guys just wait. I'm going even deeper into this stuff, trying to bring some new people into these understandings, talking about the mythologies. Some of these videos are not going to be popular. Some of them are going to be really popular. So uh, I've made some really, really good strides towards creating more video content every day. Um, and if somebody's trying to troll on me or hate on me or dog on me or whatever you want to call it, um, I'm going to give them a full-time job. They're going to have to hire help um, to, to be trolling on everything I'm doing. Like I'm doing this 12 hours a day, baby seven days a week you want to mess with me you better quit your job and come and make it your mission to screw with cub because that's what it's going to take okay um and i've got people on my side we've got our community we'll kick you out of the chat we police everything that we do from inside in a very positive loving manner i see everything that goes on people let me know what's going on and we will zap that energy out if we have to. Now, I'll give you a chance. I've let haters be in here over and over and over and over. So, um, but, and we literally have people in our community now that, that started by persecuting what I'm doing that are now a big part of our community. So just know that. Um, that's part of how all this goes. So uh, we got a lot of people struggling right now. It doesn't mean our community's not struggling, but we do have each other. And that's something that those that aren't in the community, you're trying to do it on your own. Stop, we all need help, let's do it together. Make it official, join into the community, let's be a tribe together. I'm here for you, I love you, and you will love our community. So, uh, sucks to have to do that, Jeff says. Yeah, I, it really does, man. It breaks my heart every time I have to boot somebody out, but when they just won't stop and they're distracting and being literally harmful to people, um, you know, I will, I will take ignorance and honest seeking and I can tell when somebody's trolling because they're trying to find answers and I can tell when someone's trolling because they're just literally demonic and they just want to watch the whole thing come down. Uh, yeah, we don't like cults either, Samuel. Um, so you're in good company here. You should join, man. Uh, Marlene says, uh, you are love and that's not a bad thing, so they must be. Thank you, Marlene. God bless you, my friend. I really appreciate you being here. Um, Spiritual Wanderer, thanks for being here, my friend. Um, what did Martin say? Martin says, pack a lunch, troll. You're going to need a break. Amen. Uh, did I miss another one? Um, yeah, yeah, there's some spamming going on now. I don't know, guys. So y'all just try to ignore it. Hide your comments if you have to or jump to another platform. I don't know why TikTok is lit with haters right now. Um, kind of funny that now we get to keep TikTok and now all of a sudden someone or something is spamming it with trolls. And it wasn't that way right before the whole, uh, you know, TikTok, uh, what do we want to call it? Uh, you know, having to go to, go to the bar there and uh, defend themselves. So I don't know. I find that really weird. So... Uh, Marlene says, I appreciate you giving truth to those seeking. Thank you very much, my friend. Kim, love and light. Love you, my friend. 
Uh, Martin Hayden says, because spiritual truth is abundant on TikTok. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's a beautiful place. Um, and I just hate that it's all the spam bots right now. So hate is going to hate. Love is going to love. Um, I won't finish the rest of that song. But uh, if you grew up in the 2000s and the 90s like I did, then you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, these fallen angels, what I want to really talk about now is like, why are they fallen? They're only fallen depending on what side of the faction you fall on. And I'm not trying to draw sides here. I'm just saying, look at the mythologies and understand that if you're a certain God or a certain Lord of the command, you might not like it if there are other little G gods, other half brothers or sisters of yours going out and making their own tribes uh, spreading the secrets of the gods and the heavens amongst humanity, you're like, uh, no, they're supposed to be uh, our worker bees. They're supposed to be what we need them for, and then we're going to wrap it up and move on. We're going to harvest what we need to from this planet. By the way, you see that through comic books and everything um, all throughout you know, my history, or at least from me growing up. So probably why I am the way I am, right? Like they've been telling me the truth from the beginning and I see it now in these mythologies because I'm, I have a brain, uh, I have an intelligence and I can actually research for myself, which is more than I can say for some of the people in the comments. Uh, I can open a book, a legitimate book of antiquity, something like the Enuma Elish, the Book of Enoch, uh, biblical and extra biblical texts, the Bhagavad Gita, the Dhammapada, the Upanishads, the Vedic texts, anything out of the Mahabharata. Um, I'm throwing these names out there because these are things that I've read, guys. Like, um, you know, people argue with me and, well, they haven't read anything. So, I mean, uh, go get you some. Get you some knowledge. It's good. Um, it's really nice. So yeah, go get you some, it'll change your life. So, um, knowledge is power. I don't know if you remember that from the nineties too, but so as I'm saying, this is happening, then wars arose, factions were chosen and ultimately humanity was changed forever. And finally given a chance to ascend, we see throughout history, many illuminated beings, including Krishna, the Buddha and Jesus, the Christ who have all come to remind humanity that ye are, say it with me in the back, ye are gods. Woo! So I'm imagining everybody said that with me, by the way. Ye are gods, and the scriptures cannot be broken. Jesus said that. Um, Krishna had a very similar message if you read the Bhagavad Gita. Buddha literally had the message of you can go right to divine source, you can ascend, um, life is not what you think it is, everything you experience is a product of your own thoughts. I still am trying to figure out how I manifest all the bots in here. I will figure it out one day and I will conquer it, I promise you that. Um, so... It is my understanding that this is uh, this actually went against certain lords or leaders of these extraterrestrials, angelic factions, and their plans for humanity, which were not necessarily good. So again, talking about the angelic, heavenly hybrids of the fallen angels, the Elohim, the gods and men. Um, so if this is true, then why is the narrative so particular that these angels were fallen? Um, so 
they are only fallen if you are against their plan to help humanity ascend and become part of each other's families okay one divine family uh, we may have started as something else but we have been raised to new life we have been ascended um, and so I think that that's something to really, really remember with this message. The Book of Enoch clearly depicts a one-sided view of this mythological story. Let me be clear. Algorithm and trolls and platforms. I said mythology, okay? I'm not pushing this as actual history. I am not pushing this as anything but mythology, okay? This is not conspiracy theory. It's trying to understand why do we have mythologies that all say similar things and then movies corroborate them and then people awaken and have the same thoughts, visions, feelings, dreams? Because it's all serendipitally tied together and there are literally factions of light and factions of darkness. And we choose daily how we yoke ourselves to what energies. So you choose to go get drunk at a bar, you're gonna yoke yourself to lower energies, lower life forms, controlling life forms. You choose to um, you know, have a cup of green tea and go do some yoga and go serve at the local uh, you know, shelter, you're probably gonna yoke yourself to some good energies and to some abundance and some love and a, a overflowing heart and sunlight within you the literal source of the creator within you. It's just weird how that works, right? Uh, do you think Enlil and Enki could still be alive? Yeah, I mean, these things are supposed to live like, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, allegedly, according to some some people who study them. I'm just now getting into studying them. I, I, I fought the Anunnaki stuff for a long time, even after I started my channel, because I'm like, no, that's just weird. And then I find out it's the, the oldest mythology that we have access to on our planet. Like, come on, I need to know that, right? Um, so yeah, with that said, like I definitely think they could still be alive because they might be us from the future. They could be um, extra dimensional beings. They could be just literal, highly evolved entities that are of a different genetic makeup than what was on this planet. And then they started splicing until we essentially have been evolving into them again, right? Like they had better weapons, better technology, the ability to do all the genetic stuff. Uh, and then you think, well, if they were such big gods, why did they have to make us to serve them? Well, think about them traveling very, very far from a planet. They're on a literal mission to our planet to start mining for gold and they terraform, like I said, make it more inhabitable for higher life forms. They can actually do what they need them to do, stay in line, you know, they can build societies. Like it's almost like that was their job to like help evolution along, build societies and give humanity a fighting chance. But because somewhere things were sped up, it caused a lot of chaos. Whether you see that good, bad or ugly, I don't care, but um, you know, it, it's, it's really interesting. So, uh, Samuel, literally nobody's paying attention to you. And this is the last thing myself or anyone in the community is going to say to you. You're the same as was on here earlier. I know who you are. I will always call you out. I will always think the same thoughts about you, which are love and light. And you have an opportunity to join us here. Uh, or you can keep hating and causing problems. So that's all we're gonna do. Um, 
that's your choice. So uh, you give me more power when you come in here. You are literally bumping the algorithm in my favor. So thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, keep spamming in the comments. Keep blowing it up. That's your choice. You're the one that looks dumb to everyone else, not me. So like nobody in here likes the bully on the playground, right? So that's all you're being. And like everybody sees you, you're getting the attention you want, I guess. But from now on, that's it. That's all we're going to talk to you. We love you. You're welcome here if you're going to be nice. So, um, Dustin, welcome. Billy said, what is up? Billy, how are you doing? Uh, Daniel says, bro, I love your research and awareness of it uh, and the quest for truth. Let's uh, let go and balance. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Uh, that's the hardest part, right? Like, I love what I get to do and I'm trying like I'm trying to get more into the spiritual side of this and really be like be spiritual AF right like really be spiritual um, and that's the hardest part of all this because spirituality is not popular I can't even really make videos about it because it's not it doesn't do anything to push my content uh, however I do get to practice the spirituality with our tribe which is been amazing amazing and again I'm gonna be doing tomorrow night with another friend on their channel an ascension session and doing a lot of meditation and just doing the work that's important to me honestly that's the work I want to do for the rest of my life though in some weird way I enjoy this entertaining side of it too but I love interacting with our community and doing the real work so um, yeah absolutely thank you Annie give me a couple more episodes I, I appreciate you uh, yeah, and I think you'll like people that know me, they know I, I am actually balanced. Um, I am very real and very authentic. Um, I do practice yoga and meditation. So, um, but also, you know, it helps guys. The, these haters help so much and people love it. You see the spikes and views that we get. I mean, I'm not trying to do it. I don't have to plan any of this. I just know they're going to come along and it's going to be like, it's going to start blowing up the, the stream, right? Because they're just going to keep throwing dumb comments in there. And people are like, oh, what's this dumpster fire about? Like, it just, you see the spikes, like twice as many people watching the live when that's going on. So, um, but you know, that's, that's what it is. So, um, but I'm trained. I'm trained for a long time. Um, I've been on stage. I'm an actor. I know how to handle these things and, and keep going. Uh, but ultimately, you see my authenticity and what I really understand deeper in our tribe. Stuff that I can't do here just because A, it's not popular, and B, it's not appreciated. Like, I don't throw my pearls out just to everybody. I throw them to my tribe, people that support what we're doing, people that get it, that are ready for it, that, that step up and say, I'm ready for that. Uh, those are the ones that join our tribe. So it's not a weird cult. It's literally a patron type thing online um we've got our live calls and our conversations and everything and um, it's just really cool so i'm really blessed to be able to do that thank you guys um yeah astral projection remote viewing all kinds of cool stuff um yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i think there's still proof that we're still hybrids right we're still ye are gods right we just don't remember um the more we remember the more there's a push to get us to forget, get us distracted. Make sure we know we're alone. Make sure we know we're hated, right? Make sure we know we're crazy. 
you, you've got to be crazy if you believe that stuff, right? Um, so anyway, anyway, what does all this have to do with Sasquatch? Because I put Sasquatch in the background on some of these videos and it's going to be the thumbnail. So uh, the whole point of that is to understand. Uh, Billy says, I love your vision. Thank you, Billy, for understanding that I do have a vision here. This is a big vision and it's working. It's growing. You guys are helping it. Thank you. Um, I hope you see what I'm doing. This is not just, I'm not, I don't have a funnel built to just funnel everybody in. This is for people that see and hear what I'm talking about. So uh, thank you, Billy, for recognizing that. I appreciate that and I appreciate your support. Um, so with that said, these Sasquatch, there's so many, so many sightings of them. And I, I can't help but believe they've got to be real somehow. But they're always accompanied weirdly by like uh, an ET sighting or some sort of UFO sighting. Um, and so there's like two possible variables there. One, the UFO is trying to recontain the lost genetics, the Nephilim that has broken through into our reality or is still coming from caves and hidden places on our earth. And they're trying uh, to contain that or it's literally emanating from those ships and literally um, re-manifesting on the earth and they're letting it like run around almost like you let your dog out while you're on a vacation you let your dog out to pee stop on a roadside attraction or whatever and let your dog use the bathroom maybe what they're doing with these things you probably never heard anyone talk about sasquatch that way is like the extraterrestrials are like letting their pet out to run around and, and like because then they disappear right like people have literally uh shot flares at them and stuff like this and like they just vaporize and they're gone and it's like how well i mean if if ufo technology can literally departicle um an entity and then uh rebuild it in the ship which is weird right uh, but that's like Star Trek technology. And I know it's stuff that we've been, you know, playing with hopefully doing one day. So um, Spiritual Wanderer says, I think monkeys were always here. They just added a splash of Anunnaki DNA to it and gave it consciousness. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I think that actually sums up the whole episode um, of what I'm trying to say here is, um, you know, we are not what we think. Um, we are a product of evolution and intelligent design. Um, intelligent design does not necessarily mean it came from the most high God, but maybe some lower G gods or Elohim that manipulated or helped along evolution here. However, I do believe and I do practice that there is a most high energetic creator present within the divine father, the divine mother, and the child or the word, the ancient Om, the vibration, the source of God as light within us, the receipt of that as love within us, and ultimately the manifestation of that back out into the world as the hands and feet of literally of God, of the Christ consciousness, with our vibratory energies to be able to create psychically, to speak and spell and to create into this world. So I love you guys. If you dig that and you wanna practice that with us, join our tribe, www.cubcooker. Dot com. Thank you guys so much. Philip says that is what is on the Sumerian tablets. Yep. Big part of it. Big part of it. Uh, you can go read them. Very, very interesting. So anyway, thank you guys. I love you. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Cubcooker.com. 
link in bio, link in description, link on my profile picture, wherever you find it. I'll see you guys over in the tribe. I love you so much. Have a beautiful day. May love and light follow you the rest of today and on through the week. God bless you guys. I love you. Peace.